Hey everybody, welcome to the episode 39 of Pals in Your Pocket podcast. This was a very impromptu podcast. I really just had the time, had the gumption, and really I was just feeling good and felt like it would be a good moment to put out a podcast. This isn't really planned or anything. There was a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about, um, a bunch of stuff that I wanted to get out, but just to let you know, this is going to be kind of a lighter one. We got really personal and deep in the last one, and for anyone who listened to the last one and maybe was a bit worried because I did get pretty cold and dark about parts of my life, things have been looking up, things have been good. Um, not much better, but things have been good. And I'm just going to leave it there and say um, thanks for the support from those that gave it and fuck the haters. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. They're always out there, it seems like. So, you know, you got to at least say fuck you to them, or at least I would. That's what I would like to do. Anyway, let's not get too crazy um, as far as all that stuff goes. We already know how it is. Things have been kind of getting weird in politics. We have a lot of things going on right now. And without getting too political, I'll say that at this point, I'm so jaded by some things that I really start to wonder if it wasn't programmed that way or sort of like orchestrated. And what do I mean by this? I mean, if you look at things like the impeachment proceedings that are going on right now. Every time someone turns around with something new on the side from the political left, the side from the political right turns it around and has something to throw at them. And as somebody who's been watching this political game for this long and heard about it from people that have been watching longer than me, I become more and more jaded as time goes by. I still like to know about it. I'm interested in it, obviously. Uh, I have heard about what's going on, and wow, what a dirty time to be into politics, right? People forget, I suppose, that politics have always been dirty, but this one in particular, it seems like they are using every single thing they can in the book to just push their agenda to get their way, uh, and it's from both sides. The conservative side of politics, in my opinion, is a bit less grimy or dirty with how they go about pushing their agenda, but in some people's opinion, not so. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it's a yin and yang thing, sorry, yin and yang thing where conservatives, even by their very nature and as the name suggests, are more likely to hold back to reserve until absolutely necessary. Whereas Democrats, the political left, uh, liberals, more open-minded people, would be more willing to use anything they could think of or uh, try to be creative with uh, how they push their agenda. And we see these sides playing out on a grand scale. And it's very fascinating to watch. It's like sports teams times 100 because you're talking about people's lives and you're talking about political parties. It's uh, I don't like to liken it to sports. I don't like to compare it. Uh, I think it's a good comparison, but I don't like to do that because whereas sports are much uh, trivial in nature, politics, it gets very serious when you're dealing with how much people are going to eat for the month because they don't have jobs or people that are trying to get good and proper health care at affordable prices, 
or even someone like me who's worried about how much gas and a gallon uh, of it is. Doesn't seem like a huge worry to most people, but that actually is a big problem, especially if you drive for work or to see loved ones, which most of us do here in America. So I know you feel my pain. <laughs> um, so being where I'm at with that sort of like armchair quarterback, I don't think Trump's going to be impeached. Um, I think what's happening is the liberal left is trying to put such a pock mark on him uh, legally with this that he's not going to be able to be reelected. Um, I think that's what they're trying to get done. But far be it from me to know exactly what the Democratic leadership is up to. Strange thing, when I was growing up in the 90s, I was way more liberal and Democratic, but I suppose back then the Republicans were more conservative. And now that the Republicans are a little less conservative or what you have like the alt-right, <clears throat> I subscribe more to it, I suppose. And it's weird being in that place because some people, you tell them you're conservative, they automatically put you in like a, oh, you don't like certain types of music or profane uh, comedy. And that's not it at all, really. It's more just about uh, being fiscally conservative and holding on to what America is supposed to be based on as far as values go. Anyway, enough of that. I don't think he'll be impeached. <laughs> that's uh, the bottom line. As far as what I see here out on the streets and in the lives of people, which thanks to my jobs uh, doing Postmates and DoorDash, I'm really able to get out there again and talk to people. And lately I've tried to be more social. Um, you don't have to be friends with people necessarily to have a conversation with them. And that's something I've really gotten in touch with recently. Um, and through that, actually, I've created some friendships. Either way, um, it's a struggle out there. I think sometimes it's so easy to forget uh, being in my living position and being where we at and where we are at in life, especially if you're like me, you like hip hop and you like stuff that shows a glamorous lifestyle, and you see that every day. It can be easy to forget that life is a grind for millions, if not billions, of people here on this earth. And that's nothing to take for granted. I think in the past I've taken that for granted. <clears throat> it's weird taking things for granted. It's one of the few things we have to actually learn in life to, I think, value for real. One thing I took for granted in the past was my grandma uh, on my father's side. She was such a great person, full of love, and I really took her for granted. I've taken many things for granted in my life, but that's one of the things I'll never forget. Um, my life as a child, I took that for granted, especially as a teenager. Oh my goodness. There were so many good things I had as a teenager. And I remember growing up hearing older people telling me, like, really appreciate your time in high school. And I'd have to say that's something you should really do if you're listening to this and you happen to be in high school. Make the most of the time you have there. Hopefully you go on to college and it gets better, but either way, uh, I think it's a testament to how we should all live in the now. doesn't matter if you're in high school or not, really. If you're living in the now, you're going to be fully present in the moment and appreciate it for the most. It's a practice that we, um, I think, are programmed 
to be easy to lose. I myself, I meditate, I practice stillness of the mind, I practice being focused, but for the most part, it's a practice that you have to continually do. There was a time in my life when I got so good at meditation that I could do it anywhere. I could go into a meditative state doing a particular task and have things going on all around me uh, in a very chaotic manner, yet not be bothered by it at all. And I can still get there in some uh, states or places, but it's getting harder and harder as time goes on and I get older. And I think the reason is for that because life is more complex and it's more stressful. Um, I have more to worry about and more to have on my mind. Um, that's a thought I had this morning. There is a particular thing I've been, <clears throat> excuse me, particular thing I've been meaning to do uh, recently. A task I've been putting it off. I've been not putting it off. I tried to do it once. I've just been really busy, and it reminds me that I remember growing up thinking the life of an adult was really cool, and I couldn't wait to grow up. But wow, how crazy is the life of an adult that you have to do all this stuff? And I think sometimes as a kid, I really didn't notice it. It took uh, flashes of like, oh wow, I can't believe they actually do that. They go through all of that and they do this. Uh, perhaps we all do that. We go through these moments where we realize the people that we love, especially our parents, um, we realize what a blessing they are and how much they do for us. That, I have to say to everyone, is one of the greatest blessings you can have in life is uh, people around you that are willing to support you and love you because you really can't buy it. Um, you could buy it temporarily, just like you can buy a temporary employee, but if you don't have an, um, someone who's there to commit to a long-lasting relationship and be there for the good and bad times, it's not the same. And when you pay someone to be there lovingly and support you, it's just not the same as when you don't pay them. And again, it's a catch-22. Yes, you could pay for it technically, but not really. As uh, Kanye West said in, uh, I forget what song it is, the best things in life are free, <laughs> which he said from a bunch of other people. It's been a saying throughout time for many ages, but still rings true to this day, I think. What other things could I talk about? Um, one thing I could talk about is... Uh, how astrology and certain parts of um, modern American mythology, if I could say that, have sort of crossed uh, each other. We've started to come to realize that back in ancient times, they used to call people wizards, druids, all this stuff. Uh, they've called people warriors or beasts. We found that these are kind of just ancient descriptions of people that we know in certain various states now. For instance, what's a werewolf? Is a werewolf really a person who under a full moon turns into a wolf and uh, goes through this crazy transformation like we see in American Werewolf in London? Or is it actually describing someone who goes into a state of rage under a certain circumstance and becomes this unmanageable wild beast? Uh that eventually will come back to being normal. 
I could tell you for certain I've seen some supernatural stuff out there, but I've never seen a real live werewolf. So I'm of the opinion that it's more a metaphor for life. I think all of us have somewhat of a werewolf in us. Um, if you listen to the Chevelle song, Seeing Red Again, that's what that song is really about, is you see red again, you start getting rage uh, filled and you do things that normally you wouldn't do or couldn't do really. Um, and sometimes those are uh, crazy feats of strength or amazing feats of uh, endurance, like we see depicted in ancient tales, movies, and shows. Um, so yeah, I would say Enjoy your werewolf, I guess. I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I said, we all got one in us and uh, it's out there. You're out there to make the most of it. Um, so yeah, find out what turned you into a werewolf and then find a way to make that werewolf happy and maybe make you feel more whole as a person. The other things I would like to say, I guess, about life right now is some of the shows I've been checking out. I finally uh, started getting into Netflix again. And uh, one show I've been checking out recently was Glitch. Uh, very interesting show. Very, uh, what I thought was going to be a religious twist on the zombie plot of many stories or movies. Um, but seems not so. Uh, I'm only a few episodes into it now, but Highly recommend that if you have not checked out Glitch, please do so. Um, there was one other show I just... Oh, Lucifer. I finally started checking out Lucifer. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me tweet about it. I think I even tweeted about it on Facebook. And the thing I said was... Um, I've seen a lot of people show hate for Lucifer as a show, saying it says a lot about our society and the way people live that everybody's obsessed with a show about the devil. But the show is obviously a mocking of what the biblical Satan uh, is known to be by most Christians. And in this show, it shows that the devil himself can change and actually cares about people. In the show, he cares about a girl, which... Um, of course, right? <laughs> what doesn't sway a man's heart, even an evil man like a beautiful woman? Um, unless you're like some crazy wacko. Uh, I think that does a lot. Um, it's a great show. Sorry, I was wondering if I should go on to... I'm trying to make it light, but I keep going on to things dark. I forget who it was, but... At one point, I remember hearing that a godfather-like Don of some mafia somewhere had this uh, idea that you should give a man a puppy or a kitten if a man can't love a puppy or a kitten, something so adorable and cute that has no evil in its heart for any of the world or anything around it, uh, then that can't be a good man, something like that. I forget exactly how it goes, but basically you should be able to own a baby kitten or you know, own a puppy and raise it and love it with all your heart. Uh, otherwise, you might not be a good man by this uh, Don's standards. Hopefully someone will get a hold of me and tweet me back at what exactly that Don was. And honestly, I don't even remember where I heard that, but it just goes to show that no matter 
how evil you think a person is or how demonic or satanic someone is, they have some good in their heart somewhere. It's the old Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader story. When Luke Skywalker went to turn himself into Darth Vader and Emperor, Pal Emperor Palpatine, uh, he said and told Darth Vader that he still believed that there was good in him. And in the end, he was right. Uh, the last thing that Darth Vader told Luke Skywalker was, tell your sister you were right. And he was right. There was still good in Darth Vader's heart. Uh, there's good in all of our hearts, no matter how bad we are. And believe me, I'm one to definitely speak on this. Uh, I've been described as very evil before and all that, but I still have a lot of kindness and love in my heart for good people out there trying to work their best and make their best here in this life. Everything that we know in life, everything that we enjoyed to this day is all brought about by people who are doing that exact before mentioned phrase, doing the best they can to make this world the best they can. Uh, we all got our lot in life to deal with. Take your deck of cards and use it to raise your chips up, right? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do out here. So anyway, yeah, check out Lucifer. Check out Glitch. Uh... I've been going back and watching Shameless. I just love the show so much. It makes me laugh every time I watch it. Um, Lip is a really interesting character I've been getting into recently. I started following a meme page on Facebook about uh, Lip Gallagher and his sayings. And uh, I think being a uh, firstborn sibling in a uh, lower middle class family. Well, middle class family. I won't even put a place on it i'll just say in somewhat of a position like lip but not quite exactly uh like that in fact i wouldn't even say half as bad but either way in somewhat the same position i find that there's a lot of parallels in some of the ways we think and uh that's what i like about shameless is you connect with the characters on not just a personal level but also like sort of like a friend like when lip starts engaging in destructive behavior like i start just shaking my head and like it's it's like I feel for him and I really want to just go and stop him like he's a real person. And I think it's just so great that we have that with books and stories and movies. Um, and we should all just appreciate that. It's hard sometimes in this life to take... We, we talked about think, taking things for granted earlier in this podcast. It's hard to realize that what we have is a blessing when things are really hard or really boring. But you should take it as a blessing you should not take it for granted and try to appreciate it to the fullest sometimes it's really good to hear an i love you or an illy as i like to say sometimes it's really good to hear an i uh, or a thank you um sometimes it's good to hear you're good at that a pat on the back if you will an attaboy as we call it at arrow spring um so anyway yeah go out there and do that for the world would you thanks for tuning in uh you can find me on Twitter at THC High Five, also on Instagram, um, Thomas Sutherland on Facebook, Thomas Jacob Sutherland pretty much anywhere else. And, uh, you know, as usual, say what's up. I'm a nice person and looking to make some good interactions and have some good hangouts. Let's spread that love and information, yeah? See you later. Peace. Seriously, they'll go check me out at THC High Five, y'all. Show your man some love. The Lord's know I need it.